You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. At the club, Club 1080. The hottest spot north of Milwaukee at the club, Club 1080. Souk and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the club. They fell in love. All right, welcome back. Pleased to have you. Ace had some delicious Mott's fruit snack. I don't think those are delicious. That may be the first fruit snack I've had in 12 years. Yeah, I've had those. So the company... Um, it's quality apple juice. The company here, Odyssey, that's our parent company. Yeah. They have decided to give us snacks now. Yeah, mainly because... because they spare no expense. Well, mainly because Buckley was stealing things from the fridge and I think they felt awkward about it so I think they put out free snacks so that people namely Buck would stop stealing so we have a kitchen and all that it was like a basket of snacks it's all just someone went to Costco and bought like you know yeah. a, and there's some oranges and stuff in there yeah I do appreciate the oranges but I was just talking to Gary Bloxham remember him I do I saw him for the first time in months still alive yeah yeah he's been uh, Not he's one of our guys that does our imaging behind the scenes you maybe heard his voice on the radio before gary was in there i'm like hey gary where you been he's like well i'm just working home I'm like yeah must be the life but he, then he goes well i see we have snacks here i'm like yeah he goes apparently nobody likes the mott's what are they called the i don't know they're it's, fruit snacks it's the mott's assorted fruit it's just called yeah fruit flavored snacks yeah, they're gross. Uh, they're naturally flavored. Yeah. Whoever chose to put those in there is an idiot. Well, someone just went to Costco and again, like they bought they bought a thing of granola bars, a okay. thing of fruit snacks. But wouldn't you, if I put you in charge of that, yeah. would you think about what you put out or would you just go to Costco and not think and just grab stuff? No, I'd, I'd put some thought into it. So would I. I need to, And but, the person that did, didn't. And you know, that makes me upset. You know there's a committee that you can be on to decide those sorts of things? And I'm guessing what? you didn't sign up for the committee. Oh, 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 oh! That's part of the new. Uh, That's yeah. There's yeah. a there's a new like go getter. Yeah. Let's all. Get Are you together. on the committee? No. <laughs> Boy, they could really use your input on snacks. You'd be I, the snack czar of the. Uh, I do Odyssey. think. I do think if you're if you're picking snacks, 
you do have to you do have to put some thought in. Like, who eats those? Well, I had one because mainly there was it was. Well, you'll have anything they put out. Well, there was nothing else really that was there. Like I'm not. They don't gonna, have any of the fruit mi- or the not the fruit the um, trail mix. No, that was really good. That was really good. They had some they had some mini Oreos, which I'm not eating Oreos as a snack. It's you know I was like Again. no thanks. Uh, they had some uh, some sort of uh, weird chocolate dip cookie thing, some bastard granola bars, and a Mott's fruit snack. And I'm telling you, this was exactly my thought process. Fruit snack? When's the last time I had some fruit snacks? I'll try one of those, and let me tell you, I won't be having another fruit yeah, snack. They're gross. Yeah, they're And there's a reason why there's still 75 of them sitting in there. Well, that was kind of my thing. Take your cue, committee. Well, I usually just get, take one of the like the little uh, the mini oranges. Is that the clementine oranges? Yeah, those are good. Those are my favorite little snack they have in there. But I think you got to be careful because you can't go like, you can't pick. It's like ordering pizza for people. Yeah. Don't go. Don't, don't bring the stupid veggie. No one wants no, it. No one wants it. But you also can't, you have to have some snacks that are going to linger a little bit. If you put out nothing but beef jerky, it'd be gone in, in like two days. You have to have some stuff that's going to linger. That's fair. You have to have some stuff that's going to linger a little They're bit. They're trying to save money, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think the fruit snacks, eh, that's that's a poor move. I think you could you could better spend your, uh, your your Costco budget than going with some fruit snacks. Well, I, I find it encouraging that there is a committee mm-hmm. because these are important matters. Absolutely. And we need a lot of heads in the room. But if you are going to place a perfect snack, daily snack tray for your employees, what would be on it? By the way, someone's in that they got the Mott's fruit snacks from Costco, and his wife made him go right back and return them and get the Welch's fruit snacks. Yeah, somebody else said that, too. She looked at me like I was an idiot for getting Mott's. Yeah, Welch's uh, apparently far superior to Mott's. I, boy, I've but been whoever out, bought these didn't even... Yeah, I've been out of the fruit snack game for a long, long didn't time. Didn't think to research, did they, Jordan? Fruit snack research. There's so many sources on that, too. So many. Right. Again, I like to... Just I, go to internet. I always liked the Gushers. Or any five-year-old. When I would... <laughs> When yeah. my kids were in school and I'd pack their lunches, I thought the Gushers were delightful. Gushers? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It was is. a fruit snack, but with like a like a creamy center. So it can't be too overly candy. Yeah, you can't have like Starburst. So the fruit is good. That's yeah. a good... The fruit is solid. And then there, that's its own basket, though, the fruit basket. Yes. And then next to that, I think some granola bars, some very nice little granola bars yeah. is fine. The I, trail mix was fine. Trail mix is great. I think assorted mixed nuts, like the packets yeah. of almonds, packets of cashews, some honey roasted peanuts, I think is a very solid, uh, it's a very solid safe go-to. Is it possible to go goldfish? Yeah, you could or do some, something you of that. Do some in, individually some pat, Cheez-Its. Individually pat goldfish. Does anybody I, like white cheddar Cheez-Its like I do? Oh, those are wonderful. I'd get fat off of the Cheez-Its. They're if there's Cheez-Its back there, I'm going to go steal them. Okay, all. see, that's our, we've got to be careful. Now, Cheez-Its will maybe be on the... You know, in the tray. Well, I would think some. I think, but maybe, it's not all going to be fattening. I would think some maybe some string cheese would be appropriate as well. But that you have to refrigerate that. Can we not? But there's drinks in the fridge. Can we not have a little basket in the fridge? Well, I'm just talking about the basket that's out on the. Mm. That's probably another committee that so needs no, to put together. The, the committee does. The fridge committee. The fridge that. committee. Try to think if there's anything that you're truly missing in there. You know what? Uh, again, this might have to be a refrigeration thing, but I would think some. Uh, like the uh, the pre-made the, the the Smuckers peanut butter and jelly, like the pre-made ones. Those oh, in the same jar. Yeah. No. 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 It's you can they're they're uncrustables. It's a little. What does that mean? It's I don't know it's what you're it's called about. an uncrustable. You get them at Costco. It is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with no. Cr- it's 
you just you rip it open and it's a pre-made self-contained like calzone of a peanut butter and jelly. They're called Uncrustables and they're delightful. Okay. It's a great little like if, if you want something a little like heartier, you're like, oh, I'm hungry. I didn't get a chance to eat lunch. You go in there and you see a, uh, a peanut butter, strawberry, jelly, Uncrustable. You know what you're saying? Thank you, Odyssey. You're ripping that bad boy open and welcome to Flavortown. I also think that if you're going down that road too, maybe the little mini bags of Pringles or the variety pack of Doritos, you know, like the, you know, the Lay's, whatever, that would also be a very big hit in the the snack basket. Like you replace the Mott's fruit snacks, you get rid of that and you replace that with some Uncrustables and some chips, you've got yourself a snack committee. Did you ever eat those old, um, like, pie things from 7-Eleven or, like, yeah. where we're from? Yeah, Quick like the, trip? Yeah, like the smiley pies. Yeah. The, yeah, I know what the, you're talking like about. Like, with the There's, fruit there's in apple it? and cherry. Yeah. I think it's the worst thing for you, possibly. I'm pretty sure they cause seven different types of cancer, but they're wonderful. They were really good. They were I great. I used to get those all the time. Yes. Are there, I think Hostess actually makes them. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they're called moon pies or smiley pies or whatever. They are phenomenal. You know, an awesome thing you can do at Costco, have a nice tray of muffins. Those things yeah. are like, those. Th- you can get like 72 of them for like $3 at Costco. But they, I think uh, I think they want them to last several yeah. days, you know? Yeah. It's possible. I mean, you could get one of those little litty, yeah. litty things. Yeah. You guys seen that? Yeah. Things that go over on the top of things and then you yes. them. Yeah. I think it's called a lid. <laughs> you get one of those. Self-contained snacking unit. All I'm saying is, whatever their budget is at Costco, let's say they're spending... 50 bucks a month on some snacks. You give me that 50 bucks, and I'm putting together better snacks. Oh, for sure. Than what they're bringing out there. I got to be honest with you. You're kind of an a hole. Yeah. But if they said, give us one person in this building who will be the snack czar and handle all the snacks for everyone, yeah. I might nominate you. I'm on top of it because I'm going to take it seriously because you know what I love? Snacks. Yes. I'm a big, like, a, you're when a I, pro. I love snacking. Big fan of it. All right, well. And you know what? If you're going to be on the committee and you're going to yeah. put some thought into it. Put some work it. into it. I will you s- answered an email said you wanted to be on the committee. Yeah. Come on. And look, look I'm, congratulations for putting out the snacks. That's phenomenal because, as someone said, most companies aren't doing that. So I'll give them credit. We don't give them much credit, but I'll give you credit for snacks. But if you're going to do it, do it right. As Ron, Ron, Ron Swanson said, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. I don't want to be on any other part of the committee, but I'll whole ass this snack thing. You give me your budget. I'll head to Costco. We'll get some good snacks. Would any sort of pretzel be prudent? I hate pretzels, but is that is it common enough that people, everybody's like, oh, pretzel's fine. Kind of like when they hand them out on a plane, you know? Yeah, I could see that. I'm like, all right, fine. But, you know, there's better versions of pretzels. Like what? Like you want the dipped ones? like the Yeah, like a yogurt dip pretzel or maybe ones that like, uh, like the... Uh, the ones that you can get them like with honey mustard uh, oh, yeah. and like some like, there's dustings of pretzels flavored pretzels things of that's that why you're our snacks yeah. are right there and I wouldn't mind a couple of the individual bag of corn nuts I think flavored oh, corn nuts yes. make a wonderful snack yeah ranch corn nuts yes. absolutely what about those uh, those blue hop, uh, the blue what's the nuts uh, come in little skinny bags Blue Diamond? Blue Diamonds. See? Let's go to a various assortment of Blue Diamonds. And they are available in individual packs. The Sweet Chili, the, uh, what is the other one, the, uh, the Japanese-flavored one, the uh, Wasabi. Oh, they're fantastic. 
Pretty sure we gotta up our budget though if we're going almonds or blue diamond True. stuff like that. Yeah, they're probably like, yeah, we'll slow down. Too That's costly. What I said. Just tell me what the budget is. So blue diamond has toasted coconut. Can't say I've ever had that one. Sriracha. Roasted salted. Thai chili. That's sweet, sweet Thai chili. That's an amazing one. Uh, wasabi and soy sauce. Smokehouse. I've always liked those. Mm-hmm. Whole natural and lightly salted. Yeah. A lot of good options. That's what I'd put in there. There you go. Instead, Mott's fruit snacks. And a lot of them. So you better start getting to, to eating the Mott's. Because uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a ton. Blue Diamond Variety Almonds Bundle, pack of eight, 15 bucks. Ooh. That might be a little over budget. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. I've got Alien News uh, coming up next. Okay. I'm ready to be probed. <clears throat> There's a man who believes that we have indeed been contacted by aliens. Of course. Is it Kyrie Irving? Mike Lynch joins us next <laughs> on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. On 1080 The Fan. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I'm going to kick some butt in the traffic track of the roads. I'm going to kick some ass with a rise. I'm kick a little ass. Rock, flag, and eagle. On 1080, The Fan. Double sign power! Well, okay, I lied. Mike Lynch will not be joining us. He is uh, no longer well, he's dead, allowed right? on these airways. <laughs> well, even if he were alive, we would not allow him here. I heard him last night trying to polish. Uh, he left us high and dry. The, oh, did the, you? Uh, yeah, when I was driving home. Tune into Mike Lynch? Yeah, when I was driving home, I was like, oh, yeah, Mike Lynch. I, I tuned it over, and they were. Uh, I, I love the positivity angle that you have to put oh, on the spin. The Blazers already got their hooks in him. Well, you know, it was a long. It, it wasn't a long road trip because it was only three games, but it felt really long. And you know that your first home game after a long road trip, even though it was only three games, that's kind of like another road game. So, right, not like that. Don't worry. Is he on there by himself? Uh, does he have a dude on there with him? He was on there. He was talking back and forth when I heard him. He was talking back and forth with uh, the Jewish Rampage. Huh? So Travis Demers? I, I think he does it on his own, but I think there's some crosstalk. Like, 
Look at, at former at fan beginning. stars. I know. Taking over the Portland Trailblazers. Schultz, there's hope for you yet. Why do you think I wanted to get here for so long? <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only place where good talent comes out of Portland. That's Tending right. the fan, baby. That's right, baby. Although I don't think Lynch was an alien guy. He was uh, into, like, uh, ghost sex. Was he an alien guy too? No, he was because he sent me this. Oh, okay. Because he was all about the uh, he was all about the spiritual realm. I didn't know if he was into the. No, aliens. he was very big into space and aliens. Yeah. And remember the whole Fermi paradox? Thing oh we yeah, talked about? that's true. He's big into that. Well, he likes sci-fi. Mike's a Mike's a thinker. <laughs> yeah, very sci-fi. He's a sci-fi guy. A lot of Stephen King. So books. he sent me this story from interestingengineering.com. AI, artificial intelligence algorithm, pinpoints eight radio signals that may have come from aliens. Hell yeah, let's go. Is this the breakthrough the world has been waiting for? The world. A scientist, Peter Ma, has applied machine learning and artificial intelligence to data collected by the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute. That is SETI. You ever heard of them? I have not. Well, there's an institute. Much like our snack institute here. Yeah. Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute is SETI. S-E-T-I. So when I say SETI, that's what I'm referring to. So it's like, is that like, what is that, the, the chat GPT? Is that who we're going to send to talk to the aliens? <laughs> I don't know what that means. You don't know, well, it's, you don't know the, the whole AI, the chat GPT, like two, three. It's. Yeah, no. You're speaking Greek to me. What it. Do you understand what he's saying? Yeah, it's the new, it's that competitor with Google that that new AI oh. essentially it can spit out just about anything up to 2021, uh, knowledge-wise. You can ask it like yeah, I, you, can ask, you can oh. ask it questions and it responds. Oh, 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 I think I have read about that. So it's like they think it's going to replace Google. Yes. And Google's all scared about it. Yeah, like you could ask it different. You, you could ask it whatever you oh. want, and they're going step further. They're saying that like you could ask it to write you. Like, like if you're a student, you could ask it to write you a paper. Like, talk to me. So now the big one is you can say, like, say, you know, who is Isaac Ropp? And it'll tell you who Isaac Ropp is. And then be, criticize Isaac Ropp, and it will be critical of you. I don't think it could. <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> Let me see. I don't even know if, like, we'd be on there, but you can do it with, like. What's it called? Uh, Chat GPT, and then there's, like, is the fourth one coming out? I think it's GPT-3 right now, and I think the fourth one is just getting ready to drop. And it, Who it, makes this? Don't say Elon Musk. No, it's not him. It's another big tech guy. I don't know. I don't know. Fascinating. Um, <clears throat> based on the initial results, there is a slight chance the new method may have unearthed non-Earth-based techno-signatures. That would mean it had achieved SETI's goal of finding signs of extraterrestrial intelligence. Kick ass. Let's go. So this was founded in 1984 to scan the skies for radio signals that could originate from technology developed by intelligent alien civilizations. And of course, uh, as you may know, the search so far has turned up empty-handed. Yeah. Though there is a slight chance that... We may have seen a breakthrough here. This paper, published in the Journal of Nature Astronomy, uh, he describes how he trained a machine learning algorithm on 480 hours of telescope data from 822 stars collected in 2016. The algorithm identified eight signals of interest that previous algorithms had failed to detect. Ma told Vice in an interview that their method completely removes or removes humans from the equation, unlike previous machine learning algorithms applied to their data. This work relies entirely on just the neutral network without any traditional algorithm supporting it. 
and produce results that traditional algorithms did not pick up. Some of this stuff kind of freaks me out, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's cool, but when you start removing any sort of human interaction at all, and, and it, it's... It gets a little spooky. I've seen one too many episodes. I've seen one too many Terminator movies, one too many sci-fi movies where eventually the AI just, you know, ex machina. And next thing you know, yeah. you're Oscar Isaac and you're taking a knife in the back. Well, it says the result of Ma and colleagues experiment is that we now have eight signals that may have originated from advanced extraterrestrial species. The algorithm specifically pinpointed signs that are, quote, narrow band Doppler drifting signals originating from some extraterrestrial source, end quote. Well, I'm... So natural phenomena tend to be broadband. Okay. This is narrow band. But tend, and is it because there's eight, eight of them? I, I'm not 100% sure why we can conclude they're alien, but... Well, because they're narrow band. Because they're narrow band. Yeah, not broadband. But they said, but you said it tends to be, but that doesn't mean that they can't be well, there's always a chance. <laughs> but there's eight of them, so these are coming from aliens. So the aliens are sending out signals just like we're sending out signals. Well, it is the eight, uh, the eight, what do you call them, the, what do they call the signals, the yeah. eight signals? They are not the same as a lot of natural phenomenon signals that they see. So, yes, yeah. they are, they're like, wait, what is this? Huh. And they also said they that the signals exhibited a number of properties that suggest they are not caused by Earth-based interference, such as the fact that they had non-zero drift rates, which, of course... Oh, I mean, non-zero drift rate, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, everyone knows that. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah, like three or four drift rates. Isn't it a, isn't it, wouldn't it be a trip, though, if, like, a hundred light years, a hundred billion light years or whatever, you know, somewhere, someone's sending out a signal... And we're doing the same thing. We're sending out signals, and we're both receiving them, but we have no idea what they mean. It's just, yeah. you're like, hey, what's that? I'm like, I don't know, man. That's weird. And somewhere, God forbid, in some other part of the universe, someone's getting something from us. Someone's getting, like, Tom Jones. It's not unusual. And they're like, what the F is this? You think they'd like it? <laughs> well, I've always heard that we send out, like, like, we send out, like, mathematical. We send out, like, binary code, thinking that maybe, like, mathematics could be, like, the... Language the binding, of, yeah, like yeah. the language of the universe. Universal. Yeah, and so like we send out stuff like that, like just like dots and flashes and whatnot. I, but I kind of enjoy the fact that maybe we're sending out Michael Bublé. I don't know. <laughs> we're just sending them out, but like clearly they don't speak our language. Maybe they don't even use language. But the idea that two civilizations from across the universe trying to contact each other but having no idea what the other one's doing—that fascinates me. Like, I would love it if somewhere there's just an entirely different species getting our stuff on a regular basis but having no idea where it comes from, what the hell it is, or what to do with it. But they know it's out there. there there's a there's a show somewhere being like, I don't know, it's it's narrow band, not broadband. Like, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> there's sports talks talking about it. <laughs> yeah. No one can figure out what's happening. Well, Ma and colleagues' algorithm pinpointed eight unique signals. There is no guarantee that these signals did indeed originate from alien civilizations. Of course not. No. How can they guarantee that? You can't guarantee crap. We just know that we don't really know where this is coming from or what it is. The next step is for researchers to investigate the signals in more depth and detail and determine whether it's worth carrying out follow-up observations on the regions of space from which the mystery signals originated. Yeah, I would think it would make sense to, to keep tracking those things, right? 
Maybe not. <laughs> what? You don't want to know? What if it's Sandra Bullock? <laughs> just, just leave her out there. No, she's not. That's George Clooney that's floating oh. around out there. Oh, I thought it was Sandra Bullock. No, Sandy Bullock got saved. I think it's George Clooney that's yeah. just, he's the one floating out. Well, in the then that's where we're saving. Yeah. Clooney, let's go. This signal thing is just wacky to me because I've heard, I mean, if you remember Carl Sagan back in like the 70s, 80s, he was talking about like at the start of us as a human race sending out signals. You know, people out in space somewhere can see our television shows and music back from the 40s and 50s and 60s. Like, and then just kind of the closer you get to Earth, that part of the signal in like the 80s, that's kind of where people could get like, you know, Miami Vice or something like that. But, but, now, I'm just wondering if, like, those signals are bouncing back on us. There's got to be some kind of legitimate, easy explanation for this. Yeah, aliens. No. And they're coming no. for you. In every movie I, I've ever seen, when the aliens come, it doesn't end well. So I, for one, would like to, again, say welcome to our alien overlords. And uh, I'm on your side. Let's topple this thing. Let's do this together. I'm ready to go. I'm turning coat on the uh, on the Earthlings. The, the, if someone has the ability to come here, I'm siding with them. If they have the ability to traverse the universe and get here, I, I'm on their team. I'm picking the winner. <laughs> I'm going with them. I'm going to be that guy. Here's someone who says, I guess there's life somewhere out there, but I no longer care if there's aliens around. I'm too scared of human threats. <laughs> Which are everywhere. Well, eh. there is a valid point for that. Like, we, we concern ourselves with a lot of things that really don't matter. And the stuff that does matter... Yeah, we tend to not care about that. It's like when you're a little kid and you were concerned about, you know, quicksand. <laughs> or yeah. handbells falling Boy, from the Boy, they did scare us about quicksand. Right? I thought I'd be on fire a lot. See, I feel like quicksand, Gilligan's Island really hurt it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of quicksand. The A-team was always involved in quicksand, and I'm telling you. Instead, that was real. When I was a little kid, why didn't you teach me about the stock market and like my taxes instead of stop, drop, and roll? I thought as a child that I would have been on fire at least seven times by this point in my life. Like all the time. Like, well, this is what happens if we catch. Who's catching on fire and why? Why are we on fire? But when you're a kid, that's what they teach you. A lot of stranger danger, too. I've never been abducted, but I have to pay my taxes every year and I have to pay someone to do them because I don't know what the hell is going on. And as a couple of textures have also pointed out, uh, these signals take light years to travel, so we'll probably find out the results of this in about 500 years. Yeah. (laughs) Takes a while to bounce back. Yeah, because this guy says we started sending out signals in, like, the 60s. Yeah. What if they're just grabbing the signals? They're grabbing it, and they think that's where we're at in the 60s, and then they show up, and we're like, well, that's... Yeah, I think Van Dyke's not on anymore. <laughs> take me to take me to that Lucille Ball lady. Like she's dead, she's very dead. <laughs> like, well, so are you. We've traveled the universe for Lucille Ball, producer or else. They think we've done something. Whether we're like, I swear to God, or they think we're all in black and white. They show up and we're we got a lot of color. No one knows what to do with it. Well. Probably aliens. That's what we'll go with. I'm sticking for the sake of the show. I like it. Let's go with aliens. Probably aliens. Uh, here is uh, uh, next. We have a MILF Manor recap, uh, but first, uh, Jordan with Sport. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. We just stepped out of the shower. We'll be down in a minute. All right, listen, you guys can't go. Did you just say we? What? Did you just say we just stepped out of the shower? I said he. Right, okay. On 1080, The Fan. Double Sun Power! I want to I throw this out there. We'll get to Milf Manor another time, but I was. we were talking about ChatGPT. And the, the new version is coming out, mm. but you were asking. I have a quick sand follow up. Yeah, uh, but after you. Oh, well, I'll go second. So this is the the, the, the Chat GPT. It's like I said, it's this it's this new AI, and a lot of people think it's going to kill Google. And I mean, it, it can like write computer code. It can write essays, and this is still early versions of it. And so a Google programmer named was Kenneth Goodman. He tried GPT, uh, I think it's GPT-3, the, the current version, the new one's coming out, on a number of exams. And already in this early stage of it, it scored 70% on the United States Medical Licensing Examination, scored 74% on the bar exam for lawyers. It got 9 out of 15 correct on another legal test. The multi-state professional responsibility examination, it got 78%. Uh, new York State's high school chemistry exam, it got 82%. And ranked in the 40 percentile on uh, the law school admission, on a law school admission test uh, to a major law school. So this is all just literally no effort, just sitting down with with GPT and saying, hey, here's the test. And it's already. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's a little. And and he said that um, a high school teacher and a college instructor took a random sampling of work from different schools and universities around their state and they ran it through some sort of of test and they're saying that already somewhere in between 10 and 20 percent of all work being handed in has some form of ai generated content in it Mm. so kids are already you know it used to be they said like cut and paste you know you cut and paste things and and put it in there and now it's literally just saying hey write me a paper on whatever yeah, but couldn't the teachers then figure out that that was AI written? They're saying that that already uh, in this article here, and this was from uh, CNET, they're saying that uh, ChatGPT already writes better than most uh, of your average students. And that we, right there, the teacher would be like, that ain't you. That's way <laughs> too good. They do say that it can come across as a little stuffy and a little stuffy stuffy the, the writing oh, you know because okay. so it, it doesn't they don't it, like dumb it, it down it lacks some of the flair and personality that you would have they said that a lot of students try to write those when you're talking about writing some sort of term paper and hmm. 
You know, this, and it's not like you can find this, and they're saying that's going to be the, like, the, this this program that they ran it through, that's why they said it's between 10 and 20%. It's another AI computer is guessing, hey, I think that was generated by me, but there's no real way to know that because it's being generated out of thin air. This isn't being copy and pasted from somewhere. Yeah. It's original thought. You can't say you plagiarized it, but it's original thought by something that doesn't exist. But you did plagiarize it. Not really. Well, I mean, I guess. It was written by something. Yes. Therefore, that is pla- plagiarizing. <laughs> Students uh, are also figuring out there's a rephraser along with Essentially, just put a paragraph in and it'll rewrite, you know, the same yeah. thing, but just in a different just way. Just in a so, different way. So people are beating. You ask, like, well, won't teachers know that, you know, this is AI? Not always, because you take the AI paragraph or answer, you put it into these rephrasers. I mean, this is just getting yeah. a little crazy. It's getting wild. Chat GPT, by the way, stands for Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. And the company is OpenAI. Yeah. The one who came it's up a with chat it. chat bot. Yes. But now it's being used for a lot more <laughs> than that. And like I said, I think it's cool that we're going, I mean, that we're going down these roads, but there's part of me that's, that's just terrified well, of where this is heading. Let's tie the two things that we were going to discuss here in together. That being the first one. The second one being quicksand. <laughs> and I can tie that in by saying this. I was thinking about quicksand during the break as we were talking about how TVs and movies heavily influence society because no one really learns anything, right? We just watch dumb movies and TV shows. So when Gilligan's Island shows quicksand, I'm instantly terrified. (laughs) We can't lose Mr. Howell. No. But... I also don't go look up what is quicksand. I just trust that Gilligan's Island just told me it's awful and it's a wretched killer and I should really be worried about it. And, oh, my God, there's no way to know which, you know, what sand is quicksand and yeah. I'm going to die. All I needed to do was go down to my basement in our little encyclopedias that we had down there, uh, pull out the S book, look up or the Q book, look up quicksand. And it would say it's only about, at most, a foot deep. Yes, you're fine. Ever. <laughs> the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to end up in your knees. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Which is worse? <laughs> that way of life or this new way of life where things just write, bots just write stuff for us? I'll take, I'll take the future, man. Yeah. We're yeah. a bunch of idiots. Yes, we are. So let's maybe uh, harness this in the right way. Well, and that's and this guy. I know it's scary to some, but this Google guy is saying that a bunch of professors and and, and the academics are terrified that this is going to ruin uh, academics. And he was saying, but they said the same thing about the internet. They said the same thing about Google, all this stuff. And they said as long as it's embraced and you use it as a learning tool and 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 part of it. There we go. Now we're being more level-headed about this. But I I go back to it's the, like, just because we can do something doesn't necessarily mean that we should. (laughs) Ah, come on. That's all I'm saying. We're evolving. We've got a long way to go. Let's keep going. (laughs) See where this leads us. Yeah, the meteor is going to hit us anyways, and then it doesn't matter. That's right. (laughs) Just just waiting for that big ball (laughs) in the sky to come falling down, and then we're all hooped. All right. John wraps it up next on The Fan. This is Mailing It In with Big John Sikanik on 1080. Elephant of the mind, you can see him arrive. All right, I believe we have John on the line. John, can you read us? I am on the line. Hello. Hello, go. You're on the air. What's up? I'm on the air. What's up? You're on the air. 
nothing. We're talking about artificial intelligence and um, passing the bar and Gilligan's Island quicksand. There's a lot going on. And how we used to learn about things. There's just a lot going on right there. And I'm I'm here for some Gilligan's Island talk. I love the SS Minnow. Well, let me ask you this. All right? I'll pose the question that I posed to your brother. Uh, so he was talking about J- uh, chat GPT. I think that's what it is. Yes. That is now – so it's a chat bot, and it basically can pass any test and, like, write a paper for you, you know, like you're in college or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it – and I know to some people that's terrifying because their mind – it takes them to very bad places, kind of like the little robot dogs that you see now. Like on oh, the, yeah, those Boston Dynamic Dogs. Yeah. Those things are kind of freaky, thinking about those things like roaming the streets, policing things, RoboCop style. Yeah. So uh, would you rather... Well, San Francisco, I think, passed a thing allowing robots now to have guns. Yeah. Like police... What? The police can... You know, the police have, like, like those the, the robots they can send in for, like, you know, hostage situations or bomb sort of things. You know, they have those. I, I believe San Francisco, either they're voting, but I, I think it may have passed that they're allowing those now to be armed. Do we not watch the movies? Well, Do I, people not watch movies? See, this, not, is, this is what I'm saying. They're not sentient. Like, we would have to tell the robot to, like, we would detonate it and we could shoot. But, yes, I, I believe now that if you're, like, if you're holed up in a house in San Francisco, I think they can send in the bot and the bot's armed. <laughs> <laughs> which only makes well, sense. But here, yeah, here's, the, here's the dilemma. Or, like, which is worse? We watch a bunch of movies and TVs and learn stuff that isn't true, like Quicksand is a, is like this killer that I have to watch or I watch out for every step, you know, of my childhood, right? Because right. we don't bother to go look it up, which actually you would find out that it's not really a thing. If it is a thing, it's like no more than a foot deep, right? Yeah. But we watch movies and TVs, and they and it influences society to the point where we think all this stuff that just isn't true or have all these fears that we don't need to. Is that better or worse than the new AI, which can take tests for us and, you know, like write papers for us? Like, which which would you rather, what world would you rather live in? I'd rather live in the uh, AI machine learning world. Yeah, I, except for, it is, I guess it depends, like, there are some things out there that I don't want robots to take tests for you. For Like, what if you get a doctor that had a robot take the test for him? <laughs> Well, well hopefully he read the, t- he, yeah, the he read the answer. This chat BT G was it GPT already they said on on the like some medical exam board and this is the early versions of it it got like a 78%. Like I mean it's wow, it's you it, silenced him. It is really well, it is possible to think in a couple years you could just have someone t- like I don't know how you know that we're going to have to like watch you take the test and hope that you're, you know, you're on the up and up. Well, academia is going to have to change. Yeah. Going to have to evolve. Stop ripping us off. About that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's terrifying because so. I think already people don't feel like they need to learn anything because the idea of, like, I hear this all the time from people. They're like, why do I need to know that? I'll just use my phone. Well, God forbid you're in a situation where you don't have your phone or God forbid something happens and, and the phones and information isn't available. Your Wi-Fi goes down. It just It terrifies me that we're having a society full of, freaking morons that know nothing because uh, they, this idea of, well, I have it on my phone. It's too late. Yeah. yeah. It might be too late. I, I don't know that we can put the, that toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah, might as well let computers 
do it for us. Well, it's like we, we're we, not doing we now, it on our like, own. We, we mock and we bully the, the, the smart because it's like, oh, I, you know, it's, why do I need to know that? That's I hear that all the time, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> so so they can computers can take tests for us now. They can do all the stuff for us now. They can drive for us now. What? Like, what's the last thing? What's the last thing that we'll be able to do yeah, for I, ourselves? Well, and then, and the, then the, yeah, go back to the movies. The, the computers take over and they eliminate people. The sex bots coming, so we're not. You know, the sex bots are coming. So they take right. that, take well, that away. Maybe, maybe they should eliminate people. You looked around yet? Right. We're it's awful. A bunch of robots sitting around driving cars, taking tests, and doing it. Look, I'm I'm all for advancing society, but I I do think, and then my little soapbox here, I think we have become, uh, especially in our country, but just even a lot of places around the world, we've become so freaking soft because like we're, we're constantly looking for the easy way out, right? We're constantly looking for how can I make my life simpler. Boy, and I think I think sometimes that's the last thing we need is to make menial tasks simpler. You know, we're at the point now where someone won't get off their fat ass to go get Wendy's. They'll well, would, pay someone else to go do may it for I, them. May I butt in here and say, I would like someone to make it simpler for me to win the pie gout jackpot. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> maybe, because I didn't win it, and maybe, I, it was hard. Maybe chat GPT can tell you what the winning lotto numbers are going to be. There you go. Well, if you would have if you would have driven up to Fred Myers in Auburn, you could have won $700 million. But I we know. were too lazy to do that. Right. Yeah. Right. See? We're just a bunch of lazy asses. Ridiculous. All right, you have a wonderful night. Love your hot body. See you guys. All right. By the way, San Francisco reversed. They they said that robots would be able to kill suspects, but as of December, uh, there was a lot of blowback on it, so they said they're putting it on hold, mm-hmm. and they will explore it further. Good. But San Francisco did at one point vote to give robots the ability. <laughs> we could kill see, armed suspects with robots. See, there's your answer right there. You don't need to worry about anything because you know what solves everything, all these problems? Blowback. <laughs> There you go. Outrage. People get pissed and it stops. Oh, don't worry. There'll be more government meetings about this. Look, eventually a robot's going to shoot someone, and then the headlines of that are going to be fascinating. Well, hopefully it's a bad person. Well, it kind of makes sense. If someone's holed up, like, and you got to get them out of there, send in the bot, right? Well, yeah, it's better than losing a human. I would think so. See? Evolving. Until he shoots the hostage and and not the... Growing. Not the armor. All right. Uh, thanks, Schulte. Good to see you. Uh, Buck will be back tomorrow, as will Suk and I. 3 to 7 on the fan. Good night. Red ships of Spain. Red ships of Spain. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.